pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. On FM 1071. Well, how you doing? I'm all right this morning. Hope you're doing fine, Don. Hope you're doing fine, Jimmy. Hope you're doing fine, Elaine. It is the 15th, which means you got to get your open enrollment done. You got to get that done pretty quick. And Donald Trump's going to make an announcement tonight. What's he going to announce anyway, huh? That he signed that deal with Oman. It's uh, worth $1.3 billion, Or that he's running for a presidente at triple time. I don't know. We'll find out. 210-599-5555. This is where we stand this morning in the House. Republicans have 217 seats. They need uno más. And then the Democrats have 205. In the Senate, the Democrats at 50, the Republicans at 49. If the Democrats get 51, the filibuster is gone, which means they'll pack the court. They'll do all that Green New Deal nonsense. And Chuck Schumer has already said we're going to blow up the debt ceiling so we can go deeper into debt as a nation, which is really smart right now when you look at what's going on with interest rates. Because, you know, your interest rates are going up, and so are the interest rates on the federal debt. And so Chuck Schumer says we're going to blow up the, the debt ceiling get rid of it. And when we get rid of it, what we're going to do is just go deeper and deeper into debt and start spending more taxpayer money. As Milton Freeman said, when you spend taxpayer money, when you when the government is spending money, that's what drives inflation. And so with them driving inflation up through spending more taxpayer money, and, of course, uh, constricting the flow of oil in America, which drives the price of everything up as well, inflation has no end in sight, until the Fed actually crashes the economy. And Jeff Bezos is out this morning with a serious warning about the economy. And I would probably listen to Jeff Bezos if he mentions the economy because it's his job to stay multi-years ahead of the economy and economic cycle. So we're going to talk about that this morning as well. We've got a couple of great uh, guests that are going to be with us this morning. Looking forward to it. Uh, My friend Dave Ramsey is going to be here a little after, well, about an hour from now. And then uh, an exclusive interview this morning with Clayton Perry at 635. October illegal immigrant encounters at the border, 230,000 plus. So the Republicans in the House, when they take charge of the House, day one, impeach Mayorkas and Biden because of the border. Those are both impeachable offenses, which uh, are clear. Uh, They can both be impeached on what's happened at the border constitutionally because those are high crimes. Uh, The number one job of the president is to defend the American people, and that means to defend our tierra firma, and he's not doing so because he has the border wide open. And fentanyl continues to flow in here uh, at an alarming rate. Speaking of Clayton Perry, District 10 City Councilman, they uh, yesterday council members removed the request for District 10 uh, Councilman Clayton Perry to resign. And he asked his fellow city council members to allow him to take a sabbatical. He said, quote, I'll be taking the appropriate measures as determined by my medical professionals to ensure this will never, never happen again. I commit wholeheartedly to whatever course of action or rehabilitation they recommend. So, again, you'll hear from him at 636 this morning here exclusively. Trump is going to make that announcement tonight. And, of course, the speculation is, and it's speculation, folks, until it comes out of his mouth. He's going to make that announcement tonight that he's running for president in 2024 is a speculation. New York Post and uh, Daily Wire and everybody, or Daily Mail out this morning with stories about him begging Jared and Ivanka to join him on stage tonight, and they said no. Uh, Don Jr. and Eric, as, long, as, as well as Kimberly Guilfoyle and Laura Trump, their spouses, are in on the deal tonight, whatever it may be. 210-599-5555. The president met with his boss yesterday over in China. I'm going to tell you about that here in just a little while. The FCC commissioner is raising some strong warnings about TikTok. If your kiddos are on TikTok, you got to hear about this. And the latest Biden spenderama uh, of your money and what he's going to do with $20 billion of your dollars. But first, let's go to the phones. John, you're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Trey. Keep up the fight. Um, I called 
every one of my elected officials yesterday and demanded election reform, which I've been calling for for years. But look at Arizona. They took so long to do it, and they had the election official running in the campaign. Yep. 100%, 100%, man. And uh, Carrie Lake said last night, by the way, she lost, apparently. Uh, and thank you, John, for your call. Uh, to Katie Hobbs and Carrie Lake tweeted last night, uh, Arizonans can smell BS from a mile away. And we all can, okay? There's absolutely got to be an investigation into this election in Arizona and other places as well. We have an admi- admission from the folks involved over in Nevada. They admitted that the cameras turned off in the middle of the night last week while the counting of votes was going on. They admitted that yesterday. Yes, the cameras did turn off. So that people who were watching the counting of the votes couldn't see what was happening. Oh, did they bring ballots in? Did that happen? Well, we just don't know, and that's why we need investigations into this, isn't it? And that's why we need Republicans in the House of Representatives to win. They need one more. And we need them in the Senate as well, but that's not just, it's not going to happen. But we have to have election reform in the United States of America. We should not accept this push from the left right now for an election month. And that's what they're talking about, folks. The big push right now, and, and if they... If the Senate gets 50, if the Democrats get 51 in the Senate, they remove the filibuster, then you're going to have an election month, at least a month, and not an election day. And they'll be able to count votes until they get the person they want to win in these selected areas. They won't do it nationwide, and that was my point yesterday, because that would be too obvious. But they can do it in a Maricopa County. They can do it in a Cook County. They can do it in places like that, and they certainly do. And so we have to have election reform where they can, where, where we got to stop this. So we're going to talk about that, and we're going to talk about this. When we come back, I want to tell you about this crypto guy. I mentioned this yesterday, and I said I was going to do some more digging into this crypto kid, right, who was you know, selling stuff that, and I always say, if you're going to invest in something, don't invest in it unless you could ultimately hold it in your hands. And that means stocks, too, that you could actually hold whatever stock you're investing in in your hands. Uh, this crypto nonsense has cost a lot of people billions of dollars. And it was absolutely nonsense what this guy, criminal, what this guy was allegedly doing. But did you know that he was the number two donor to the Democrats? And do you know who was one of his largest investors at that company? All right. Quick break. When we come back, I'm going to expose all that, and we'll talk a little bit about uh, Joe Biden meeting with his boss in China yesterday. That's all coming up. Trey Ware, KTSA. Yeah, I'm so stressed. Our business. My boys, little band from Texas. It's uh, 520 now. Trey Ware, 550 KTSA, FM 1071. The Trey Ware page at KTSA.com. And uh, as always, man, you're welcome to be in here. I love hearing from you at uh, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Anything we're talking about in the news, jump in here. Anything that's on your mind about the news, jump in here, and we'll hang out together. And uh, I'd love hearing from you. All right, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. So um, yesterday I mentioned this story concerning this FTX I don't know how much you know about cryptocurrency and all that. But this guy who was, I think, 30, mopped up, lived in a gigantic mansion over in the Bahamas, $40 million, because he's selling it right now for $40 million. And with 10 other weirdos, about the same age, and when I say weirdos, I mean weirdos. These guys are strange. Uh, outside of being involved in a 10-person polyamorous relationship, that's where they're all in a relationship together, all sleeping with each other and all that, right? Outside of that, he got into cryptocurrency and started to sell and trade cryptocurrencies. His name is Sam Bankman-Fried. Now, one thing you need to know about him, as I give you this story, his parents both uh, are Stanford professors and both muckety-mucks in the Democrat Party, fundraisers for the Democrat Party, et cetera, et cetera. 
And they went out when they started this, and when he started this, uh, he went out and he got like Tom Brady and his wife Giselle, well, soon to be ex-wife Giselle, and Steph Curry and Trevor Lawrence, a lot of these uh, you know greats that we see on television, and Logan Paul right before he fought Floyd uh, Merriweather. Los Angeles uh, pitcher and outfielder uh, Shohei uh, Otani, and he accepted all of his compensation in equity and cryptocurrency. Shaquille O'Neal, Kevin O'Leary, uh, David Ortiz, Naomi Osaka, and I could go on and on and on with the names of the celebrities that backed this guy and took their compensation in cryptocurrencies. So he was embraced by the left they had him on the nbc meet the press show all these guys had him on and he was all embraced by the left and was a big dude on the left right and the reason for that was he became a mega donor to democrats including joe biden gave a ton of money millions and millions to joe biden in 2020 to become president this cycle this go-round this time he was number two on the donor list to Democrats. You know who number one was? George Soros. You knew that. George Soros. This 30-year-old cryptocurrency nut job was number two to George Soros in donating to Democrats. Over $40 million. So apparently what was happening, apparently is that he was digging into the accounts of these, quote, investors in cryptocurrency, and he was taking that money. This got Bernie Madoff and Ponzi written all over it. And he was digging into those accounts and then turning around and giving that money to Democrats, to, to Joe Biden and the other Democrats, so that they could stop the red wave all across America that we expected. $40 million, number two to George Soros. So we have the election last week on Tuesday. Do you know what happened on Wednesday morning? This company turns upside down and is belly up and gone. This FTX, quote, cryptocurrency company. By the way, currency is not currency unless you can hold it. So he's over in the Bahamas, we're told. We're also told he's thinking about escaping to Dubai so that he doesn't go to prison for a very long time. We'll see. Um, but here's the interesting little twist to this little story I brought up yesterday, and I did some more investigating uh, yesterday afternoon and again this morning and found that, yes, it's true that this was going on. What we need is more investigation to find out if it was intended this way. But you know, one of the biggest things I've been jumping up and down about since the beginning of the war in the Ukraine, and there's all kinds of things I've been jumping up and down about here on the show about that, you know, that it is ultimately about uh, regime change in, in Moscow, getting rid of Putin so that, you know, the big bankers and the big guys and everybody else in the world can control the oil that's in Moscow. Right. You know all that story. You've heard me talking about that, that ultimately that's what it's about. And it's a proxy war. The United States is at war with russia and we're just using ukraine as a buffer but this is another one of those uh, proxy wars to bring about regime change but really what was going on here too you've heard me talk a lot about the billions and billions of dollars that flow out of your pocket every single day every single month goes to ukraine and Ukraine has been a corrupt country for many years. It has been a place where politicians launder money and everything else for decades. Oliver Stone, I can't stand his politics, but he did a pretty fair job with his documentary years ago. Well, it's probably 15 years old by now, Into Ukraine. And the same names that he brought up, Victoria Newland and people like that, in his documentary from that long ago, are players there today in the Biden administration. Isn't that funny how the same names and faces are involved? You remember when Joe Biden went over there because his son was making $86,000 a month working for an energy company, and his son Hunter had no energy experience whatsoever. And Joe was vice president 
under Barack Obama, and he was in charge of Ukrainian policy. And when they said they were going to investigate Hunter, Joe took a plane over there, met with Ukrainian authorities, and said, you won't get the next billion dollars or anything else from the United States if you don't call this thing off. And by the way, he's all over YouTube with this. In fact, his quote was, son of a bitch, in six hours they called it off, end quote. So, no doubt in my mind that the Bidens are neck deep in what's been going on in Ukraine for years. No doubt in my mind whatsoever. So, they impeach Donald Trump over a telephone call when Trump calls over there and says, hey, listen, we need to take a look at this Biden mess because we got a lot of information here that they may be corrupt in, in Ukraine. And they impeached him. Remember that? That's that Alexander Vindman little dude and all that. Okay. So I've been raising all kinds of warning signs about the billions and billions of dollars that have been flowing out of our bank accounts into Ukraine during this war. Oh, we got to buy them another tank. We got to buy them another uh, missile system. We got to send them another, you know, $40 billion for them for human aid. And all this stuff that, you know, since Joe Biden became president and since this thing began, we've been paying off like a slot machine to Ukraine. All right. What does that have to do with FTX and cryptocurrencies and this freed guy? Ukraine has been investing money in FTX in the last two years. So we're sending money to Ukraine without oversight and without accountability. There's been no congressional oversight. Joe's just said, Here's another forty billion. Here's another twenty billion. Here's another two hundred and fourteen million. Here's another six hundred and seventeen million. He's just been sending that money over there willy nilly. No oversight from Congress. No accountability whatsoever. Congress has not looked at where that money is going. In fact, three weeks ago, the Pentagon told us we're putting boots on the ground over there because we have no idea where the arms are going that we're sending over there. The missiles, the guns, the rounds of ammunition. We have no idea. So we got to put boots on the ground in Ukraine to find out where all this stuff is going. We have no idea where the money's going. But we do know that Ukraine has been investing in FTX, who has been turning around and donating to Joe Biden and Democrats. So uh, I think it would be well worth the House of Representatives, when the Republicans take charge, to open up a big investigation into where that money's been going in Ukraine. Where's every dime, every penny? And that money that was invested, that they turned around and invested. See, it's just odd to me that a country that's at war would invest in cryptocurrency. Is that not odd to you? Is that just not a little strange to you? A country that is, you know, involved in a war probably wants to buy more war stuff or, or buy food for its people or buy water for its people. You know, the things that they have to do while they're at war. Investing in cryptocurrency? That's, that's really kind of strange especially into a cryptocurrency company headed up by a 40 year or 30 year old living with 10 other people in a polyamorous relationship that's kind of a side note who is then the democrat second biggest donor and the minute the midterms are over the country the company is gone and so are the billions of dollars that people invested including ukraine's investment in ftx a little bit strange don't you think? Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. At Fisher Investments, our clients know we. It's up five thirty-eight now. Five fifty KTSA FM one zero seven one. Trey Ware page KTSA.com. Thanks for listening. Phones are always on two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. I think yesterday we we pretty much uh, broke down everything that could be broken down about uh, the midterm election and what we all just went through uh, as a country. Although a lot of questions still remain, right? So all the fallout is now beginning to happen, and you've got the Republicans up by well, they're they're one vote or one person shy. Uh, in the House of having full House control, and they're, they've already lost the Senate. The Senate is out of out of reach for the Republicans. It's just how bad is it going to be over in the Senate? That's all, and that comes down to December six over in Georgia, and whether or not Herschel Walker has a prayer at prevailing against Raphael Warnock. Now I can tell you the Democrats are going to marshal all the forces. And they're going to spend whatever they got to spend to get Warnock in, and here's why: with fifty one seats. 
in the Senate, they'll be able to get rid of the filibuster. And they will. And when they get rid of the filibuster, if you remember, we talked about this a little bit yesterday, why you want to win the Senate, the Senate is so crucial because of the judgeships. And yesterday, Chuck Schumer was on MSNBC, and he said, yeah, that's the deal. We're, we already have a list of more progressives that we're going to put in judgeships. We've already put 83 in, and they are more progressive. So they're more progressive, more progressives. And so they've got a bunch of them that they're going to put into judgeships all across the country. And you know how important that is because the Democrats, they don't pass legislation most of the time. What they do is they legislate through the courts. The other thing that they have all talked about, and I mentioned this yesterday, was the Supreme Court, right? And I said, a lot of people think that, well, the Supreme Court is done at 9, and they're all taken care of for a while, and most of those guys look all healthy, relatively young, although you've got a couple that are getting up there, like the Clarence Thomases of the world, whatever. But you don't ever expect to have to replace somebody like a Scalia that you had to replace who died suddenly. And that can happen. You're talking about human beings. So with the Democrats in charge of the Senate, then they can put anybody in there they want to, number one. Number two, they don't have to wait for somebody to retire or die because they have always expressed an interest in packing the court. Always. And if they get rid of the filibuster, they can pack the court. And with 51, they can get rid of the filibuster. So what's going on in Georgia is of supreme importance. Now, as far as the House is concerned, they're going to be able to slow down some of the spending stuff that Joe Biden has been doing. Um, there are certain things that he's going to continue to do, like this loan forgiveness, which is not forgiveness at all. It's shifting of debt away from people who committed to paying off the debt and over to people who are out there working. Right. We've gone through that. You know how all that's going to work. He was told by a Texas judge last week that you can't do that. That's the most egregious overreach of power in the history of the country, the judge said. But he's going to delay their payments. They won't have to make payments anymore, you see. And he can do that with executive action. But yesterday, he announced while he was in China meeting with his boss, President Xi, oh, I fully believe that he's compromised by China with all the money and the dealings that his family has been doing with China, that he's going to spend, the president is, $20 billion of your dollars to move Indonesia off of coal. <laughs> now, China has been building coal plants and opening them up about five a week for the last couple of years because they're getting ready to make all these solar panels and all these windmills and everything that has to be done for electric vehicles. Remember, I told you, that does not reduce the carbon footprint. All it does is move it. And so it's moving it away from America and moving it over to China where Joe Biden, in my view, is compromised. But he's going to spend $20 billion of your taxpayer money to move Indonesia off of coal. Why is it your responsibility and mine as U.S. taxpayers to move him off of coal, to move Indonesia off of coal? Where does that make sense, and how does that make sense? Well, quite frankly, it doesn't. And yesterday, when he was meeting with Xi, there was no mention whatsoever of fentanyl. None at all of fentanyl. Well, now we know, and you and I have talked about it, more than 300 people a day are dying from fentanyl poisoning in America, 100,000 last year alone. And he didn't talk about the the origins of COVID. Didn't mention the, the origins of COVID. Didn't talk about it at all. Didn't talk about the labor camps, the prison labor camps that they have set up in China. Not at all. Or any of the other human rights abuses. He kowtowed to them and put on the Chairman Mao shirt. Did you see the video of him wearing the Chairman Mao shirt? Walking next to Justin Trudeau, going to lunch? Oh, no, he put on the full, you know, that high-collar Chairman Mao. You've seen pictures of that shirt that they wear. Yeah, he put that on proudly. Because that's what you do when the boss tells you to do it. But here's what's so ridiculous about this fentanyl thing without him bringing it up at all. And we know fentanyl is coming out of China, going to the cartels, coming across the open border, and killing our children. We know that. Didn't even bring it up. Now, he is still screaming 
screaming about AR-15s. He calls them assault weapons. There's no such thing. Everything's an assault weapon. He's screaming about that. But I went and I looked up the figures on how many people a year die from these AR-15s. Do you realize it's a handful? Literally a handful. Less than 50 in the United States die. He wants to ban AR-15s, taking away your ability to own one, which is primarily used for target practice, home defense, and for hunting. Primarily. He wants to take those away. Less than 50 people die yearly from an AR-15. Less than 50. Do you know how many people died last year from fentanyl? Close to 100,000. Did he talk about banning fentanyl? Did he talk about closing the border? Did he talk about fentanyl with China? Nope. So it's clear what the agenda is. The agenda is not about fentanyl and protecting our kids from fentanyl. No. The agenda is to take your gun away so that you can't defend yourself and you can't fight back against a ruling power in government. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. This is Mark Sadaski for Mark Sadaski Jewelers. With- now i got to tell you something. We weren't going to, this was scheduled for 6.08, but I'm going to start early because we could do this, well, we could do it all day, but the man's got, you know, he's got other things to do, as in a radio show and and a a big event happening tonight and all kinds of stuff. Dave Ramsey's in the studio along with Dr. John Deloney. Great to see both of you guys, man. You too, brother. Been too long to lay eyes on you. It's been a very long time. We usually have to do these by phone because you're in the middle of doing other things, you know. So I haven't seen you in a while. It's good to see you. Good to be back in the market. We love San Antonio. Man, San Antonio loves you too. We're blessed. It's been been a good ride. Well, and and we're going to talk about the event tonight, which is a sold-out event, Building Wealth Live event, and you're going to Max's place. Yeah, we'll be up at Oak Hills. I spoke there Sunday morning, came in early, and he let me speak for free. <laughs> Max is not Max is nice he, that way. He didn't even pay your scale, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't I don't accept money on Sunday morning. No, I'm kidding that. aside, but he, he's a great guy. Yeah. It's a wonderful place. Yeah, it's a beautiful place, and uh, and good people out there. Yes, they are. You know, so um now now throughout the year how, how long have you been doing this now 30 this years 30 years all right throughout all that time you have taught a lot of people and i'm one of them I, i've told you the story many many times but uh nancy came to me probably almost 20 years ago and said we're going to do the dave ramsey program and we're going to get out of debt and the greatest thing we ever did and uh we got out of debt and we have been we've been living that way for for years now and you know my story we've we've we lost both of our children but we raised our grandchildren and yep. and going through that right there and one of them's now a freshman in college and the other's a, a sophomore in high school mm. and with that being the the deal getting out of debt i know helped improve their lives mm. and yeah. and what god had planned for us mm. yeah well, it absolutely does dr loney talks mm. about that a lot mm. the when you have a trauma thing like that and then you have that added responsibility or duty uh that was put that got put on your plate uh mm-hmm. but you're ready you know you got margin you're ready you don't have distractions i, I think it's why you're the number one show yeah <laughs> it's because you're because you don't give a crap <laughs> i don't <laughs> I, I really don't well yeah not only that not only do i not give a crap but i've just been here for 50 years so you know i'm just going to stay here and twist arms until everybody's listening that's all that's, that's the whole idea just until until everybody gets it that's exactly right i think it's important what you just said if you don't owe anybody any money it's not if but when life happens to you yeah you get the great honor and blessing to just be sad. Yeah, I don't have to be sad and worry about how I'm gonna, I'm going to eat, how I'm going to pay bills. Right, you just get to be in that moment, which is it goes back to that magic word Dave just said, margin. Man. Yeah, what a gift. Well, and right now we've got, of course, inflation off the charts, you know, mm-hmm. and we're facing a, a recession. We'll, we'll talk about some of that here after the top of the hour news, and we'll get into a little bit more of that. But people have now started to burn through their savings and their 401k now, starting to eat into some of that. And 25% of America, and Dave, I've, I've never, and Doc, I've never heard of this happening, but uh, 25% of Americans are not going to do Thanksgiving next week because they just can't afford it. Turkey's too expensive, dressing's too expensive, and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Um, but they're starting to run up credit card debt again. Yep. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of them got it paid down, and now they're starting to run it up again because they got to put they got to do gas and groceries. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. You can't afford the gas to go to grandma's house. That's exactly right. Yeah. Or to go pick up the groceries. Yeah, we got to choose. So yeah. We'll just choose groceries and stay home, or we'll choose gas and no groceries. Yeah. But yeah, you got people are having to make choices. It's tough. Yeah. And um, but it, it's times like these that uh, that remind us that uh, there's only one set of principles that work in good times and bad times, and it's called common sense. Yeah. Uh, I've gotten really good about selling it, though. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you have. As a matter of fact, well, you figured out how to sell it. Well, let's take uh, the the top of the hour news break because I got to hit that. But when we come back, let's talk a little bit about that and the stressors that are involved in people's lives. I know, Doc, you are one that can help uh, walk us through some of that stuff as far as the stress that people are facing right now, the high cost of living the way it is, and walking people through that and how they can get on the other side of all this. Hey, I get to be on the Trey Ware Show. I'm here. I'm glad you're here. I'm not going anywhere. We'll be right back. KTSA. America's Diamond offers our five-year, 60-month... 608-550-KTSA, FM 1071, the Treyware page at KTSA.com, and special in-studio guests this morning. You hear them every afternoon here on KTSA on the weekends as well. Dave Ramsey is joining me, along with Dr. John Deloney, and he's here. They're both here because they got the Building Wealth uh, live event that's happening tonight over at Oak Hills. It's, it's a sold-out event. We... Uh, we gave some uh, entries away earlier this month. Yeah. And whenever you come to town and do a live event, and I was the MC of several of those at, at major, major venues throughout here, you pack them in, and people walk out with a big smile on their face because it transforms lives. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, and, and we, we're funny, too. So. <laughs> well, that's, that's true. <laughs> Looking. You believe, in having, <laughs> you believe in having a good time. And, you know, one thing, this week we're all kind of decompressing, too, because you've always said there's more to life than politics. And we've all gone through a whole you know, political season here where it's just been nutso. Uh, I, I was awake 48 hours last week while we were going through all the you know returns and everything. And this week, I'm just kind of decompressing from all that. I just like to blow all that off, if you don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got to we got to move on to something else. <laughs> well, we really do. We really do. Although we'll be talking about that a little bit later on this morning. Um, the 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 thing we want to talk about this morning because you got the the doc here. How did you guys, by the way, how did y'all get connected? I was working at a. I was out at Texas Tech University, and then I took a job at uh, a, a university there in uh, Nashville. And we ran into each other and started a partnership for a couple of years, um, doing some speaking and stuff like that. And then we, I joined his team almost three years ago now, right before right before twenty twenty uh, fell yeah, apart. I brought on a mental health expert right before COVID. <laughs> Tell me I'm not good at timing. You really are great at timing, and you know that's been a bit one of the big things about that. But but stress and money go hand in hand, don't they? I mean, obviously. Well, they do. I mean, the number one cause of divorce in North America today is money fights and money problems. Uh, when you talk about the uh, uh, death, uh, the, the diseases of despair, mm-hmm. uh, they often tie into money. Yeah, and if you if you owe, so most don't know this, but we have a thinking part of our brain, and we've got a survival part of our brain that's always just scanning the environment. Am I okay? Am I okay? If you owe somebody money, you're f- your thinking part of your brain may know I got a great deal and I got zero percent financing on the next seven years, but that safety part of your brain knows Toyota Motor Company's deciding what you do tomorrow, not you. That's your right. boss has control over your life. Mm-hmm. Your mortgage company has control over your life, and so that stress motor is just running and running and running. And now we look, you know, eight out of ten people are living paycheck to paycheck. Eighty percent, man, and that's a scary time. For our heart rates go up, we sleep a little worse, we snap at our kids, we snap at our spouses, and it just snowballs on itself. We eat more food, we get fat. There you go, right? right? And so it just keeps going and going and going, and all of a sudden you end up in a mess, right? And it's all subconscious, right? Oh, that computer's running in the background, that Mm -hmm. CPU is constantly going with those programs, and since you don't hit restart and have to, you know, Mm-hmm. Hit the hit the X and knock it out. You you just constantly uh, your your brain is always in that mode, even when you're sleeping, right? It knows you can't fully sleep because yeah. somebody's got to keep an eye out because we're not okay anymore, right? And it's just going and going. And then you look across at the at the debt load we talked about off air. Yeah. I think we had twenty five billion dollars to credit cards across the country it's last insane. month. It's just insane. and this is people just trying to eat, right? Yeah. It's it's a it's a pretty wild moment. Man, you talk about the cortisol levels in people's veins from all that stuff going mm-hmm. on, right? Yeah. And we uh, we touched on it right before the break, Dave. And one of the things that you have been de- you've dedicated your life to 
is helping people, of course, remove that debt, work through it, get rid of it. And you, every day we hear you talk about how people can do it and you know, do this, do that, A, B, C, D, uh, to get to that point. It's one, it's one of the most freeing things that anybody could ever do in their lives to get out. But right now, well, the way things are with inflation going nutso, people are starting to go back into debt in a big way. Either they're eating through all their savings or they're going through it now. They're uncapping the 401K and paying the penalties just because they got to buy gas and groceries, man, you know? Yeah, but the problem with that is it's not sustainable mm. um, for them. Right. And, and so it's a um, it's kind of a panic response. It's, um, you know, something in the row we slam on the brakes. And, and you know, your, your heart rate goes up, everything, and you get into stupid land. And so... Um, we know that borrowing on our credit cards, cleaning out a 401k, is not going to be a long-term play. It's not even, and, it, and so it's not a good short-term play. So we've got to fix it some other way. You got to work on the <clears throat> income side of the equation. Uh, and there's a lot of great things you can do out there to make money right now. That's the good news in the middle of this bad news. There's opportunity. Oh man, everywhere. Uh, you pick up your dadgum magic wand that we all carry around in our hands mm. called a phone and suddenly have six jobs by the end of the day. Mm. I mean, it's crazy. You can work if you want to work. Now, if you put I'm not willing to work with this inflation. Well, of course. You know, now you yeah. got a mess. But mm-hmm. you always have had. Yeah, right. Uh, that's, that's not new. Right. So, uh, you know, the, the, the time-tested story of get to work, work harder, work longer if you have to to get through this is the ultimate answer when you're facing, you know, gas or groceries, mm-hmm. you know, and, and God forbid I get a kid that uh, gets ill or something in the middle of all this, um, you know, instead of grabbing for the credit card where the interest rates are going absolutely nutso right mm-hmm. now. Yeah, but there's a, there's a labor shortage. Yeah. So, I mean, companies are hiring like crazy. And so if they're not paying you enough where you are, uh, you can look across the street. It's pretty stinking amazing what some of these companies are paying for stuff and the, and the benefits they've got with them. And so the ability to make a move on a part-time basis or make a move permanently and get your income up is really about the best answer to the equation. you got to out-earn this mess mm-hmm. and at this time. You can't just sit and let everything go up and your income not go up because there's a squeeze there that's going to happen mathematically. Well, we've all been following what the Fed has been doing, trying to slow down the inflation, and so they're, they're going to kick a lot of people out of work. I mean, that's exactly what they're going to try to do. So there's going to be opportunity out there. And because of this thing here, computers, we have more opportunity than we've mm-hmm. ever had before to work from home. So yeah. if you are, a, you want to be a stay-at-home mom. My, my wife is a is a prime example. Years ago, she, I mean, she had a love, deep love for travel, and mm-hmm. decided, okay, we're going to start a travel company. And today, it's very successful. Got agents all over the the country mm-hmm. doing very well. Mm-hmm. But she's got a home office, works mm-hmm. through the computer, you know, and and is doing very well there. Well, people, you can do that, mm-hmm. and you can. You can find other opportunities. I mean, you can sell stuff through Amazon. You can do all kinds of things to earn money outside of just having to get up and go somewhere every day. And you and you have to, yeah, because the Calvary's not coming. It's up to you. Yeah, that's true. And so you you know the the problem with my money we've always said is the guy in my mirror, and the solution with yeah. my money is the guy in the mirror. Well, let's let's talk to the doctor here about something too, because Dave brought this up a second ago that one of the biggest causes of divorce is money battles. So what do you do when, when there's a disagreement or we're fighting over you know, sitting around the kitchen table and we're trying to make you know one plus one equal ten? How do we how do we make that happen? And well, and, and how do you deal with that in a in a interpersonal relationship basis? I tend to whenever I get nervous and I get scared, I tend to look to blame somebody for how I feel. And often it's just sitting down on the same side of the of the table as your wife or your husband and saying, hey, we're in this together. And that money problem on the other side of that table, that's what the challenge is. I like to, like, I, I'm just picturing myself if I'm sitting down with my wife saying, hey, this is three months in a row now. The bills aren't working. We, so we got to do something different. It's just like you enter into winter season. You wear a coat for three or four months. Let's look at it that way. Mm. Let's tell our wife, hey, I'm going to pick up a second job for the next 90 days, mm. next three months. It's going to be uncomfortable around here. I'm not going to be around as much. I'm going to be direct with the kids. I want them to see what their old man is doing mm. um, to put food on the table. And, yes, I'm going to miss a couple of games. I'm going to miss some holiday stuff. But I'm doing what we got to do here. And so it can be a moment that transforms your whole family. And then let's reassess in 90 days. But I think it's about sitting down and being real honest with each other and not hiding the stuff, letting each other know, 
hey, here's how I feel, and then here's what I got to go do. So it's managing expectations up front. That's right. Getting it's aligning pictures and words, right? We want this. Here's what this thing's going to look like for the next ninety days. Mm-hmm. Let's be on the same page. Let's let's paint this thing in crystal clear, right? Let's let's make it sure we both know exactly what we're going to look. What this is going to look like, mm-hmm. and let's go make it happen. Dave, the temptation at this time of year is to go into debt because the kids are well. Christmas is coming, and you know I want this and I want that, and and you don't want to disappoint them. You want them to wake up on Christmas morning and be happy. What do you say? Isn't it, isn't it funny how Christmas sneaks up on us like mm. they move it or Every something? Year. <laughs> Every year. Every they year. don't move it. It's on the 25th. We know where it is. It's been coming since June. Hey, we just did Valentine's Day, and here we are at Christmas. You know. yeah, I mean, go straight from Halloween and then just Seriously. skip over Thanksgiving. Let's go straight in. Yeah, yeah it, it, it shouldn't surprise you. It shouldn't catch you off guard. Plan for That's it. the first thing. And the more you plan for it, and of course, we're 40 days out or 45 days out right now. And so... You know, it's time to plan, and you you still got a little time to plan, mm-hmm. and you just got to again turn down some other stuff, turn up some things, and you know, and, and you know, I have never met an adult who is in counseling because their parents said no. No that's is a, a complete freaking sentence. Yeah, that's right. You know, and it just uh, I mean, my mom and dad, you know, they said Santa Claus can't bring that. Yeah, he he's not he's not able to do that this year, uh, and. They told, I mean, they told us the truth. That it wasn't coming, you know, so that we didn't wake up and hope that some kind of miracle had occurred. Uh, but the more and more and more that this culture has become child-centric, Big time. the more uh, the children run the show in the house. And we love our children, mm-hmm. nurture them, care for them, sure. but, but the inmates were not in charge of the asylum. Well, and you, you knew know. my dad, too, and, and dad's one of his biggest things was, I'm not your friend. I'm not here to be your friend. I'm your dad, and I'm your parent. And so I'm. I'm he going probably to, said that on the air. Well, <laughs> did he ever? Did he ever? If sitting, we had a generation right where you are right now, we had a generation of parents saying that. Yeah. I mean, you're going to flip this thing around. These kids are getting buried under the weight of these households. They can't. They kids aren't can't carry the weight of yeah. a home, right? And we are dumping it all on them. Yeah. Dumping it all on them. They don't. They shouldn't have the power that they've got. And it's it's a loving act to say, sure. Hey, you're you're not your life is not defined by stuff, right? And uh, yes, we can have it's a good some, lesson. Isn't yes, it? we can have some presents, but it doesn't matter how much money you make. There's something you can't afford, and there's always going to be somebody because you know, they always have the pressure of well, they're getting it. The guy down the street is getting it. One of my friends at school got it, but that's always going to be the case throughout their entire life. What a great You're, moment to teach him, right? Elon Musk has a whole bunch of stuff that Dave doesn't have. That's right. <laughs> You're kidding. <laughs> like Twitter, <Yeah. laughs> he just he he just went out and bought Twitter. You know, hey, you know. I want it. I didn't have anything to do today. It's on sale. Might as well. (laughs) Well, I think it's also important to note, if you go run up a bunch of credit card debt, you're going to have some tension in your home, and your kids absorb that tension. And kids, when they absorb that tension, their bodies make it their fault, and they go about trying to solve it. Mm. And so if you think you're helping your kid by buying an Xbox you can't afford, by buying toys you can't afford, know that your kids are going to wear the weight of that stress downstream. Don't do that to your kids, Mm. man. Good point. Um, before we wrap up, um, I was just reading through a couple of things um, with the economy, and you know, I mentioned the, the Fed a minute ago and bringing in inflation under control and all that. We could be facing a pretty stiff recession next year. Um, Jeff Bezos said yesterday, if you have a small business, hold off on making those big purchases for now. There's a guy that probably knows more about economic stuff and what's going to be coming down the road because it's his job to watch on this stuff. He said if you're looking at uh, being at home, you've been looking at a new car or a new refrigerator or something, you might want to hold off a little bit on that as we get through this. We just saw Disney fire a bunch of people and got more. They're going to fire uh, Facebook Meta fired 11,000 last week. FedEx, you know, just a huge shocker. They furloughed a bunch of drivers as we're going into the holiday season because they're all very concerned about a recession coming. For moms and dads who are listening to us who may have that small business, what's the best way to prepare for what could be a recessionary time or what probably is going to be a recessionary time in 2023? Ideas, thoughts? It's the same way we prepare for our households. Um, when you have low debt and high cash, you're ready. You're the third pig in the brick house. So when the big bad wolf of recession huffs and puffs, you're ready to go. You know, And that, that's what sets you up to do this and and so uh if you want to prep for a storm that's how you prep for a storm oh by the way it's also how you prep for prosperity if things are getting ready to go zoom zoom it's not time to go into debt right it's time to pile up some cash you always need cash margin 
in business we call it retained earnings at home we call it an emergency fund or a rainy day fund uh it's the same thing we need a pile of cash and the bigger the pile of cash the lower the debt the lower the stress the better you are and so if you've been living on the edge on your business small business and you've been uh, or personally been out there buying stuff you can't afford which if you got payments that means you couldn't afford it uh then it's time to back off of those kinds of purchases but it's always time to back off of those kinds of purchases it doesn't change so the good news is the answer doesn't change regardless of this economic situation the thing that keeps your stress down is you can't control what these idiots at the fed are going to do right you can't control what the island of misfit toys in washington dc is going to do next you can't control that all you can control is what you can control so control your controllables it, it not only puts you in a, the reality of a better situation but it also lowers the stress yeah yeah and whatever happens is going to happen you know it's just going to be the way it is you're not going to change it you know like you were saying you can't control it you're not going to change it all you can, can change all you can change is your environment what's going on with you yeah and, and the the political season is fun yeah. and it's rambunctious sure. and i i enjoy it too i enjoy watching the whole thing and i get mad and like everybody mm-hmm. else does and mm-hmm. everything else but at the end of the day none of that 60 years from today mm-hmm. is going to determine where you are no it's not going to hit you you right. are going to determine where you are that's right. what it comes down to and that's that's a good message yeah you know well and i like what you said dr deloney a little while ago about managing expectations ahead mm-hmm. of time because going into a recession it's just like anything else you want to manage your expectations as a family mm-hmm. as a business going into it right yeah that's exactly right and i remember back in 08 or 09 when things had fallen apart I look like a beautiful mind. I, I, on my wall, I had come up with this plan. How's going to cash up my 401 and do this, move it over here. And I sat down with my buddy who was the CFO of a big company and I walked him through it and he just smiled at me and said, yeah, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so here's, here's an important moment. Get some people with some wisdom in your corner yeah. over the next six, nine, ten months. None of us make good decisions when we're scared. Mm-hmm. And so get somebody that can just put their arm on your shoulder and say yeah don't do that i want to be talking to you through this upcoming year yeah, if you don't mind have, man, you, have you on the show because yeah. you can help people walk through all this it'd be yeah. it'll be a big help yeah. um and and this guy caught taught me and my wife and, and millions of other people delayed gratification is a is an okay thing you can do without it that's right you know live like no one else so you can live like no one that's else it. I mean, it's imprinted all over our house ad- adults <laughs> devise a plan and follow it children do what feels good that's exactly right so <laughs> separate the boys from the girls i mean that's a thing let's do it you know i miss seeing you you too brother you don't wait till another 10 years come back here you know? oh it hasn't been 10 years <laughs> you know it feels like it's we something. talk on the phone enough we yeah. do and i'm gonna come see you next year yeah, come visit right. the Ed Gum studios we're right? gonna do it give us a ride up to nashville we're man. gonna do it we're gonna do it good to see you again my good friend. to see you dave ramsey dr john deloney it's always great to to be with them and of course you can pick up their stuff at, at his website and he talks uh, about it all the time on the radio show so join him again this afternoon all right i want to tell you about our friends over quarter moon plumbing heat and ac if you've got any kind of a plumbing issue if you've got an ac issue or at 39 degrees right now it's chilly for us at 39 degrees you want to make sure that heater is ready to go too right quarter moon plumbing heat and ac they do it all they do do it with fully stocked trucks and of course the technicians or the plumbers they know what they're doing those guys have been there for decades working for quarter moon so they understand what you need when they walk in the front door here's one thing that quarter moon will never send to your house and that is a commission salesperson there's not anybody to come over there looking for more work they're coming over to solve your problem then get out of your hair and move on any time of the day or night that you need them, they're going to be there 24 hours a day, seven days a week at Quarter Moon, 210-651-5899. Sunny today in 57, cloudy tomorrow in 58, 39 right now, KTSA. Good morning. We've got a disabled... Matt Gorman is former communications director for the National Republican Congressional Committee. He says... He may face some pushback from within his own party. Whether it's in Florida with Governor DeSantis, South Carolina with Senator Scott, obviously you have the Mike Pence book coming out. There are other horses possibly coming out of the barn here uh, that people can hitch their wagons to. So it's not something where Trump's the only game in town, and that'll be new for him. The former president teased a potential campaign announcement at several rallies in the final weeks of the midterm elections, but honed in on the November 15th date last week. There's a new poll that says says, uh, Texas Republicans support Florida Governor Ron DeSantis as the GOP presidential nominee in 2024 over former President Trump. 
It's a poll commissioned by the Republican Party of Texas, and they asked respondents which of the six possible Republican candidates would get their vote. Top choice among the respondents, Ron DeSantis, 43%. Trump coming in second, 32%. DeSantis' support rose to 66% should Trump decide not to run in 2024. And as we mentioned, Trump expected to announce his candidacy tonight. Lots of speakers from District 10 showing up to support San Antonio City Councilman Clayton Perry at a special session Monday afternoon. He messed up. He already said that. All right, let's vote no, and let's get let's get the ball rolling on something else. we got a brand new year coming up, and Clayton Perry's done a whole lot of stuff for this city. Lon Jett spoke just before resident Peggy Sue Wilson, who urged city council not to demand Perry's resignation. There was a viral video, and now we all have become judge and jury on what makes a good man. Clayton Perry has owned up to his actions. This should now be a matter for the courts to decide. Perry facing a DWI charge after a hit-and-run accident November 6th. City Council ended up voting 8-2 in issuing a vote of no confidence minutes after Perry took responsibility for his actions and vowed to seek help. A middle school teacher who reportedly made racist remarks to his class last Friday no longer working for the Pflugerville ISD. The Bulls middle school teacher was placed on administrative leave after claiming his race was superior to others. Students caught the moment on video, shared it on social media. And the Warriors outscoring the Spurs in every quarter on their way to an easy 132-95 win in San Francisco. Greg Popovich says they were outplayed in all areas. It would have been great to have Trey, but the Warriors played better than we did in every facet of the game. Uh, you know, we didn't move it very well. I thought we were a little bit soft. Keldon Johnson led the Spurs with 15 points. The silver and black falling to 6-8. Six and eight. It's 633 KTSA AccuWeather and Time Saver Traffic next. The time to think about a new roof is right now. 550 KTSA FM 1071 and the Treyware page at KTSA.com. Well, I told you when the Clayton Perry story broke, said I've known Clayton a long time. I have supported him on city council because he's the only, only hope as far as a vote for a conservative measure. I talked to his constituents, you know, a lot of you guys call the show a lot, and uh, you love him and think he's done a phenomenal job for you. When we have something going on here at the station, whether it's raising money here for Jimenez or anything else, Clayton's the first one to show up and the last one to leave. That's the Clayton Perry I know. And I told you when it happened, I said, I'm reserving all of my judgment because that video that I saw, the uh, police cam video, uh, was not the Clayton Perry I know. And so, um, you know, I have a lot of questions. Um, and then the city council, uh, I'm headed up by Ron Nirenberg. He immediately called for his resignation without knowing the facts, without knowing what was going on. But I said on the air the very next morning, that's laughable because Ron would love to click, uh, kick him off and replace him with somebody of his own choosing because Clayton doesn't carry water for Ron Nirenberg. He's not going to. The rest of them do, but Clayton's not going to. So he faced the city council yesterday. Now, he could have run and hid, but he didn't. He came back Thursday night and Friday, and he faced uh, what was happening here legally that he had to, to face. And then yesterday he faced the city council, and they were going to do a resolution to censor him and also to uh, ask for his resignation. But he asked for forgiveness, which some of you had contacted me and said it, it didn't seem like he was feeling that or was expressing that. But he did. And we'll go through his statement here in a minute. And District 8 City Councilman Manny Palias, to his credit, said we need to change this resolution. He said, when a human being says, I need help, and I need you to help me find that help, then I consider it my human obligation to throw him a lifeline. I think that having that attitude and, you know, while still you don't excuse the behavior, the two are not incompatible. In fact, the two are very, very compatible, and we've seen it happen with public figures in the past. So Clayton is joining me now on the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline to talk a little bit about some of this stuff and to try to get some answers. And Clayton, good morning to you. Thanks for coming on this morning. Hey, good morning, Trey. Uh, I know that you haven't had much sleep and that you're very tired and, and everything that's been going on swirling around you, and you had a statement that you put out. And basically the statement that you read to City Council yesterday was summed up this way. I'll be taking the appropriate measures as determined by my medical professionals to ensure this will never, never happen again. I commit wholeheartedly to whatever course of action or rehabilitation they recommend can you flesh that out for me a little bit more clayton and and what your plans are as far as that's concerned 
Yeah, um, uh, I am going to go and get an, uh, an appointment or appointments uh, to go in and go through an evaluation and then uh, do whatever they tell me I need to be doing. And I have not had an opportunity to do that yet. I've been uh, convalescing and, and uh, uh, yesterday going to council was kind of the first day to uh, really get out and, and uh, uh, it wasn't easy. And um, I, again, I'm taking full responsibility and I am so, so uh, man, so sorry about all this that, uh, you know, to the other folks that I, that I hit to my, uh, everybody here in San Antonio and my family, my staff, you know, I feel like I've let everybody down and, uh, the trust that they put in me. And, but I'm going to, I'm going to do whatever it takes to, uh, um, gain that trust back. And I'm going to, work at this and and get things straight and and come back and and do what I need to be doing and and I you know and I said it yesterday I other than my military career this this public service has been the most wonderful thing that I've ever done I I enjoy it I I enjoy going at this stuff uh as much as I do and uh, meeting the people, organizations, businesses, and doing what I can to help. And that's, that's all I've been doing since 2017. And, and I love it. And, and I, and it was just such a big joy yesterday to see people coming down yesterday to the council meeting and supporting me. I mean, I had uh, a lot of people down there and that, that meant the world to me. It, it, um, you know, gave me some solace that yes, there are people that appreciate the things that I've done and, and I take pride in that. But again, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta fess up and I, I gotta do what, I need to do, and and I have been leaning, leaning almost entirely uh, uh, on God to help me through this and um, show me the way, show me what I need to be doing, and and I'm I'm listening and I'm following and doing a heck of a lot of praying and and going to try to get get through this. You know, um, the you know, but at the end of the day, as I said yesterday, it really isn't up to the city council to tell me to resign or uh, get off council. It's really up to those that elected me in the first place, and I'm listening to them. And I there's been such an outpouring of people saying, "Quite don't resign, don't resign, stay in there." Stay tough and and hang in there. And uh, I I gotta be honest with you. I I've thought about that. You know, I thought, hey man, I'm 67 years old. I need to put up with this political stuff and just go ahead and you know get out and do something else. And, uh, but I enjoy this so much. It's 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 in me. I I enjoy helping people and doing doing those kinds of things and and uh, it it's it's kind of part of my dna from you know it's always been about service and the military and then when i got out and what i did then and what i'm doing now and 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 it's been great and i i consider that the biggest privilege in, in my life but yeah i i i'm taking responsibility for this i'm going to do what's necessary to to uh, get back on track and 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 get going, and I am very appreciative to Councilman Manny Pelias. He he saw he saw you know he saw me and you know said, "Hey, look, this guy is sorry. He knows what he did. He, he's he's here to uh, he's going to go out and." and uh, do whatever is necessary to get straight and let's take that out of this 
resolution for him to resign and take out this other stuff that was put in there. I don't even know who put that resolution together, but what was really good when they voted for the amendment to do that, eight people voted for that, and there was only one person that voted against that, and that was the mayor. That says a lot about you and uh, and, and also says a lot about him, but uh, that's that's a discussion for another day. Let me ask you a couple real quick questions. Um, what do you remember from that night? You know, Trey, I am trying. I'm struggling with that. I don't. I don't remember. And you you were injured, so you got you got a bash on the head, and you got uh, what four cracked cracked or fractured ribs? Yes, sir. Okay, go ahead. And, um, um, I I do not remember. I I I said uh, that's the big question is what happened, and and that this is far from over, and we're we're going to be looking at everything to find out what in the heck happened here, and um, you know what what went on so that we got we got more more to do with that and uh, i i just i cannot tell you i don't remember any of that stuff you don't remember and, drinking you don't remember how much you had or where you were or anything like that well that's just it trey i i got to go back and retrace all this stuff mm-hmm. and try to try to come up with all that and that you know again i i watched that video that video was very very painful um, but I, I cannot, (laughs) I, 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 I don't, don't know what happened. I I can't, can't tell you. Well, that, that does happen. So I, I, I hear you. That does happen. What, um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to everybody again. I I wish I could get a do over. I wish I could, I think there's a song about turning back the hands of time. I, you know, just you know but i'm 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 working it and i want everybody to know that i'm working this very hard uh, i appreciate all the prayers and and the support that has been coming my way and that means a lot to me personally and to my family my team and and you know that that means a heck of a lot and have you I'm had any contact at all with the uh, car that you hit the people that were there? No, I, I, I haven't been given that information. I, yeah, so you don't know anything about them, their condition, or, or nothing? All I was told is there were no injuries. and, and uh, Thank God for that. Yeah, yeah, and the insurance is taken care of them, and, and that's all I know right now. And, yes, I, I will be reaching out to them as soon as, as soon as I can find out, you know, contact information, that kind of thing. I just haven't seen any of that and haven't had a chance uh, nobody has given that to me yet. Understand? Well, I can tell you, our listeners are uh, a loving bunch and uh, and and forgiving as well. And I'm sure that many, many of them, uh, and myself included, I'm looking at a bunch of faces around me right now, people included, who are going to be praying for you uh, to help you get through the situation and praying for the other folks who were involved uh, that night and making sure that everybody uh, heals up well and comes through this. And I can tell you this, Clayton, from my own personal experience, although I've never been through anything like this, my own personal experience has been that God can take something that has just been awful in your life and turn it around to something very positive. And, and I know that he can do that with this situation for you and turn it into something where you can teach others and be out there and, and explain to others the difficult uh, part of this. And uh, and the difference that it can make. So this this can turn into a very positive thing. And I think these first steps with you taking the responsibility and saying I'm going to go to rehabilitation or whatever I need to do is the the first right steps. Uh, the first one is taking full responsibility. And and I applaud you for that. Uh, I appreciate that, Trey. And like I said, I've had a lot of people um, reaching out to me and and uh, you know wishing me well and and everything like that and that 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 means a lot to help get me through this and and uh, i just uh, i'm i'm sorry that this has all happened this 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 was just yeah I, i'm just sorry well god bless you and we are definitely praying for you clayton and we'll be in touch thank you for coming on this morning and facing the music here yes sir thank you all right, quick break. More coming up. Trey Ware, KTSA. I want to tell about my friends over at Laurel Ridge, at Laurel Ridge Treatment Center. There's a time now that people in the military that are called upon to make extreme sacrifices. 
Well, they leave behind family and friends. They go and they perform their duties and they do it well. And military families, they also make all kinds of sacrifices. And when a loved one comes home with trauma, PTSD, whatever it might be, the families, well, they're deeply affected as well. And Laurel Ridge Treatment Center, they understand that. Laurel Ridge knows. And Laurel Ridge is here to help not only the member of the military that's dealing with it, but family members as well. And Laurel Ridge is there 24-7 to take your call and do an absolutely free assessment of the current situation and what's going on. They've been doing it since 1987 here, saving lives and healing families and creating hope at Laurel Ridge. 210-491-3591. Quality hardwood flooring at the lowest price. Our, and my apologies to Wes Bunch over at Bridgehead IT. We were going to do a Tech Tuesday today, and we just are out of time. We're going to do it next Tuesday. My apologies to you as well for not having Tech Tuesday. We'll do it. Oh, the follow. Yeah, I won't be here next Tuesday. We'll do it the week after. I, that's right. I'm going to be off next week. Ha, ha, ha. Thanksgiving week, baby. I'm going to be off. Um, first of all, the interview with Dave Ramsey and Dr. John Deloney, that's going to be up uh, at the Treyware page at KTSA.com here shortly. And my interview with Clayton Perry will be up on the Treyware page at KTSA.com. And I'm sure, Don, you're going to have some news bites from the interview with Clayton as well. That'll be okay. So he'll have some news bites for that as well on the Don Morgan news page at KTSA.com, the news page that Don does a great job over there. So it was great to talk with Clayton, and uh, and, and I, I think that he owned it. Uh, I think uh, he didn't beat around the bush, and he said he's very sorry um, that he, uh, you know, is, is is stepping in the right direction with this. I really do, and I invite you to to pray for him if you're a praying person. Uh, that does not excuse the behavior. Now, are the consequences right? The behavior happened, and the consequences will be what they're going to be. Uh, but as far as heaping uh, burning coals upon somebody's head, um, he's asked for forgiveness. And I, I don't do that. When somebody asks for forgiveness and say I screwed up, then they're not going to get burning coals from me. They're going to get a whole bunch of prayer. And, I, 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 you know, you do what you want to, uh, but I would encourage you to do that. He obviously is a man dealing with a lot right there. You can hear it in his voice. Uh, he's contrite. And that's the Clayton I know. As I told you from the very beginning, the Clayton that was in that video is not the Clayton I know, but the one that just talked to me on the phone is the Clayton I know. So he's going to get uh, uh, prayers from the warehouse, and I hope you'll pray for him as well, and the other people involved in that accident that night. I don't know who they are, but God does, and you can mention them to, to him as well, and I hope you'll hold them up in prayer as well. Where in Rima coming up next, KTSA. Don Rackler here. Don't miss out on the end of the year 